This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. On these things, meditate on these things. You know, with every thought, uh, there's connected to that a feeling. If you have fearful thoughts, you're going to have feelings of fear. If you have depressive thoughts or depressing thoughts, you're going to have feelings of of sadness. If you constantly watch the news, unfortunately, uh, you're going to have uh, feelings of despair sometimes, and and you're going to feel angry at what's going on. And uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, Jesus tells us in his word to think on good things to meditate on that which is, is uh, of good report, to meditate on that which is virtuous. Does that mean we have to constantly uh, watch Christian, uh, Christian programming? Not necessarily. There are a lot of very good Christian programming out there. Uh, but we don't have to always, we, or we, we don't always get virtue and uh, uh, things of, of, that are praiseworthy from Christian television, we can we can get uh, some virtuous uh, concepts and principles uh, displayed before us in in uh, storylines uh, from secular programs. And uh, one particular secular program I, I really like is uh, the the uh, program of Blue Bloods, where it talks about a, a family of of law enforcement officers. And uh, they demonstrate some very good uh, principles and virtues that I, I really like. And uh, I, I like the, the kind of programming that brings, uh, you know, the, the good guys win in the end, and it brings a feeling of, uh, yeah, we got them, sort of uh, uh, brings that kind of feeling to you when you're finished watching that movie or, or that program. And... Uh, there's a lot of bad stuff out there, too. Uh, I just want to uh, kind of focus on that first uh, theme that we've used for the past uh, three months now of thinking on things that are good and virtuous. Uh, there's a lot of horror programming out there. Um, I won't give any negative uh, commercial for them. But you know who you know what they are. You know some of those things that... I mean, can just uh, give you nightmares, uh, take your sleep away from you. Um, those are things that uh, I think the, that add to uh, our conflict and, and warfare. And uh, really, uh, we are, we are uh, warned by the Lord and by his word to, to keep ourselves from those things, abstain from youthful lusts, the Bible says, that war against the spirit, and in a practical sense, we can we can see that uh, constant exposure to bad news uh, can cause a, a real uh, warring of our spirit inside. So, so we're we're really instructed uh, by the Lord Jesus Christ through His Word to think on good things and to 
meditate on that which is virtuous and praiseworthy. You're listening to Good News for a Change. And uh, you can contact us by phone if you need uh, uh, us to pray for you, if you have any kind of prayer request for you or your family. Uh, we're living in a time when uh, more people, I believe, are praying than, than ever before. When they look on the things that are happening around the world, uh, there's a word of prayer that uh, they utter even under their breath. Uh, people are very aware of prayer these days. And there's a prayer movement going on uh, throughout the Church of God and throughout many of the churches in uh, our city and state and even around the country. And uh, this, this prayer movement is bringing uh, an awakening to the uh, teaching that Jesus gave to his apostles when he said, uh, say it like this or pray after this manner. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Notice the word us and we. Uh, Jesus incorporated that our prayer should not be just for ourselves in a selfish manner, but to pray for all of our, uh, pray for everyone. Amen. Let us pray together. Amen. For our needs and for our supplication. And, and so as a result of that, we are, we are hearing a lot of good reports and we're, we're hearing a lot of uh, good news coming back from answered prayer. Um, I'm just going to kind of uh, cover some topics today. Uh, bear with me. Uh, the phone number for any kind of prayer request that you have is 734-287-8630. That's 734-287-8630. And you can reach us by email at goodnewsforachange1615 at gmail.com. And uh, you could write us on our blog, goodnewsforachangetoday.wordpress.com. And we'd be very glad to hear from you. We're still offering that uh, that uh, that film on uh, on the uh, comedic uh, satire of uh, of the life of Jonah, and uh, you'll you would really enjoy that as uh, as you watch it. Praise God. Uh, the theme and subject for today that I want to talk to us about is the subject of true authority, and. Uh, we're going to get into that right after this uh, right now. We'll see you in a minute. Downriver Church of God congregations invite you and your family to Holy Week 2015. Visit one of our nine churches where we are one in faith, mission, and purpose. All the details can be found on our Facebook page, Downriver Church of God. Here are some highlights. Monday, Thursday, 7 p.m. at Heritage Park. Good Friday, noon at Dearborn Harvest International, 1 p.m. at Christ Family Brownstown and Riverview Church, respectively, 8 p.m. at Heritage Park, and 9 p.m. Family Fun at Garden City. Saturday, family activities at various locations, and on Sunday, a full day of resurrection celebrations. 
Every church, location, pastor, and telephone number with all the details can be found on our Facebook page, Downriver Church of God. You may also call 734-287-8630 for all the details. Praise God. Amen. Be sure that you uh, partake of that. Contact uh, our churches. If you have uh, a church home that you're going to, we want you to be faithful to to attend your, your, your local church and, and support them through finances and prayer and, and getting involved. Uh, submit yourselves to your, your pastor, those that have the rule over you, and uh, get on with it. And, uh, but if you don't have a church that you're uh, attending and, and that you have uh, committed yourself to, uh, we have nine churches in the Downriver area. And you can find them on the on the website that we just uh, uh, gave to you. And uh, we would want to welcome you, uh, particularly for to the Heritage Park Church of God, located in Taylor, and the addresses in the in the uh, commercials that we give. And uh, we are a church that is uh, in, endeavoring to uh, draw closer to God through praise and worship and and prayer. Uh, there's a, a very good uh, pastor there, Pastor uh, Darius Walden. You may have heard of him. Amen. He's uh, the uh, lead uh, host on Good News for a Change. And he ministers a word right from the table of the Lord. Amen. God gives him fresh anointing and, and fresh revelation every single week. And he teaches the word of God without fear or favor, and he teaches it in a balanced uh, manner, and uh, uh, speak. he speaks the truth in love. He's not one of those preachers that uh, are always bringing condemnation and uh, threatenings, because the Lord says not to, not to minister uh, with, with a threatening tone or, uh, you know, always talking about hell and fire and brimstone. He has a very balanced understanding and a, uh, a good uh, uh, spirit of ministry. The spirit of God's love is permeating our fellowship, and we love one another. We take care of one another. We're, we're there in prayer for one another or, or whatever, whatever our, our uh, local church family needs. Uh, when uh, one of us hurt, all of us hurt. When one of us rejoice, then all of us rejoice. And uh, this is typical of all of our other eight churches in the Downriver area, the Church of God. If you, if you have uh, uh, a desire and a hunger to serve God in, in the fullness of, of truth and understanding, you need to attend one of these churches and, and make it your church home. Amen. I'm going to talk to us today out of uh, a few passages of Scripture that uh, emphasize uh, the, what true authority is. And before we do, I want you to join me in prayer. Amen. Just let's uh, pray together right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, God, knowing that you have all power and authority in heaven and in earth. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, that you hear our, our prayers, the prayers of our hearts, you understand what we have need of even before we ask you. 
And right now, God, we ask you in the name of Jesus to breathe upon our hearts, Lord, as we open our hearts, God, and our minds. We ask you to breathe upon your word and make it alive to us right now, God. Speak to us, O God, concerning true authority. And we'd be careful to give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise God. It's a beautiful thing to walk in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Matthew uh, chapter 7 and uh, verse 28 and 29. And if you're listening uh, to us uh, uh, by way of uh, driving in your car, why uh, we? I don't expect you to to turn your Bible on, uh, your phone or or whatever. Uh, if you if you have to read the Bible along with me, why just pull over to the side? I'm sure you don't need to be told that. Anyway, uh, verse uh, 28 says of Matthew 7. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these things, these sayings. The people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Wow, that's curious. Uh, Jesus spoke as one having authority and not as the scribes. Why? Now, the scribes were using the word of God. They were speaking the word of God, uh, mixed with their tradition, of course. But what is that? Uh, why? Why is it that? The scribes, the implication is that the scribes did not speak with authority, but Jesus did. Let's continue to read uh, Matthew 8, uh, starting with uh, verse number 5 through 11. It says, And when Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came a, unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority. There's the key. Having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that were around him, Verily I say unto you, or most assuredly I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac in the kingdom of heaven. But many shall be cast out, he goes on to say. Now, notice, notice what Jesus, or what the centurion soldier equated true authority with. He said, I am a man under authority, and I say to this man, go, and to that man, uh, come, and they, they, they come, and they, they do as I say. And, and, the, and the reason why is obvious is because he was under Roman authority. And it really, he wasn't, and he didn't enforce his commandments to those that are under him, except for the enforcement that, that he was given by, by Roman authority. We can see this in, in, the, uh, in the daily activity of, of our, our police department. 
uh, they, they wake up in the morning and they put on their authority. They've got a badge that they must wear. That badge is uh, the symbol of their authority. Uh, the, the, their authority is not in, in the strength of their voice or their command. Their authority is not in the strength of, of uh, how, how, how many muscles they have or, or uh, how threatening of a tone they can use. But their authority is in the, the power of the office of the mayor of that city and, 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 and the governor of the state, the, the, the judicial uh, body within our country. There, there is, there is a, a, an authority that will back up everything that this police officer commands as long as this police officer is, is operating within the, the realm of the authority given him. In other words, he doesn't have any authority of his, of his own. And, and this centurion soldier recognized this, that he didn't have any authority of his own outside of that authority that was given to him. And as long as he operated within that authority given to him, his commandments were obeyed. And if they were not obeyed, they would suffer the consequences. And so we find that uh, true authority then is really uh, given to those who are in submission to authority. Amen. That word submission is something that is kind of uh, put on the back burner these days. Uh, we as Americans don't want to be told what to do. Uh, we are uh, of the democratic or uh, I've got a say in the matter mindset. Uh, we, we, we believe in, in, in our country that is our way of freedom. Everybody has a voice. Uh, the the government is uh, by of the people and for the people, our constitution, but but where where it comes to to living for God and when it comes to really recognizing what true authority is, we can we we can only find that as described to us in the scripture, and and obviously played out in the lives of in our in our daily lives. Uh, so authority is, is really an environment of control. And whether we like it or not, we are under constant authority every day of our lives. When we drive our car, we have a license to drive. And you and I know that we have to take tests and we have to agree to all uh, and know all of the laws that govern our driving. And so we know the laws. We know our traffic laws. And how many know that when we break the traffic laws, there's a law enforcement officer nearby, and uh, if we get caught, he's going to write us out a citation. And in effect, he's going to exercise his authority and write out, you have violated the law. And it's my authority. With my authority, I am going to give you a ticket, and you have to answer for your violation of the law. So we're, we're, con we're under law. We, there's no getting around it. We're under the law of, of motion. We're under the law of gravity. Uh, we know that by uh, if we jump off of a, a structure that is a little too high for us, we could break a bone. Uh, gravity is a law that we, we do not ever want to break, but it is a law. It's governed 
by the creator himself. He has made that law. And we find in the, in the book of Romans that uh, uh, Paul writes to the Romans and he says that uh, every, uh, every authority is ordained of God. The, the authority itself is ordained of God. Uh, well, what if, what if we have a, a despot that's in, in authority? Well, like, like uh, Adolf Hitler and his, his uh, law enforcement agents were uh, the, the, the Gestapo. Should we submit ourselves to them? And in, in that case, I would look at, at Adolf Hitler after he, he began to go on his rage and rampage uh, as, as being one who was not walking in true authority himself. He was not an honorable source of authority. And so in, in that instance, I believe that God, uh, he, he gives us permission to, to disobey. Uh, like uh, the Gestapo would say, do not hide uh, Jews. If you hide them, you're breaking the law. Well, well if, if, we, if we consider Adolf Hitler and his uh, uh, Gestapo and law enforcement agents to, uh, to be ministers of God— uh, then we would have to obey that. We would have to not hide and not protect the Jews or not do any, but we would have to, to submit ourselves and to obey everything that Hitler would say, including turning Jews over to get them uh, 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 destroyed in, in the fires and the ovens uh, of, of Hitler. And, and God forbid, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful that, that God had mercy and, and used the nations of, of the Gentiles to rescue them and bring them out of that, that horrific uh, uh, tragedy that they went through as a people. But uh, I can't look at those. The book of Romans goes on to say that these are ministers of God that execute uh, wrath to those who disobey and, and who, who, are, uh, who, who uh, bring reward and, and a sense of safety to those who who obey, but but I cannot agree that uh, despots that are in authority are included as ministers of God. Uh, we take uh, uh, the the tyrants of Rome, uh, the Caesars, uh, who persecuted God's people, uh, even Saul himself, who was later Paul, uh, broke God's law, broke broke the natural law by, by persecuting and, and killing innocent people. Uh, these terrorists, they're operating under a perverted uh, sense of law. These are not God's ministers. The, these are not uh, people who are carrying out the commands of God. For God says in his word very plainly, thou shalt not kill. And uh, if you commit murder, uh, the the blood of the murdered victim will be on your hands. And, and God said he would require uh, that kind of uh, judgment on us. And I know that's Old Testament law, but, but the principle of God's moral law is still in effect. God's still the same. He's, he's not changed. And uh, there's a saying in the streets that uh, what comes around goes around. And in uh, scriptural uh interpretation. It's whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So there's a law. The fabric of law is all around us. There's no getting away from it. And to us who obey the law, 
It is a comfort to us, but to us who disobey the law, we are never at rest. We're always looking over our shoulder because there's a sense of guilt. There's a sense of of having to pay for what we've done wrong. And uh, we we have to understand that that uh, there are consequences for our breaking this law and violating the authority that is. So there is authority. And again, I want to emphasize that true authority comes from those who are in submission to the authority, to the honorable authority that is over them. Praise God. We're going to continue this tomorrow and uh, uh, just uh, touch on uh, the principle of authority and uh, uh, the power of authority and what really God requires of us in terms of submission. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. See you tomorrow. Good News for a Change is sponsored by Heritage Park, Church of God in Taylor, Michigan. You can reach us at 734-287-8630. Email us at goodnewsforachange1615 at gmail.com or write to us, 12550 Party Road, Taylor, Michigan, 48180. This is Sarah Mack reminding you that the gospel means good news. Faith Talk 1500 WLQB and streaming live at faithtalk1500.com. Good news for a change with Darius and Fred was furnished by Heritage Park Church of God and Taylor, Down River's classic Pentecostal church. For more information on the ministry or to get a free download of today's broadcast, just go to our podcast page at faithtalk1500.com. It's keyword podcast. Once again, faithtalk1500.com, keyword podcast, and look for Darius and Fred's picture. My name is Tom Kitterman. Joining us in just a couple of minutes, it's Dan McGee with Grace and Truth Radio. This morning, Dan continues his study in the book of Ephesians called Brought Near with a message called Get Real. <laughs> That's Dan McGee next. Then coming your way at the top of the hour, it's Jay Sekulow Live from the American Center for Law and Justice. All that coming up right here on Faith Talk 1500. Keep it here, friends, all right? Do you have a family member?